I'm Evan Barreto, and this is the Mixed Martial Arts Podcast. Um, so yeah, I'm Evan, and I just want to use this podcast to kind of take a closer look at analyzing MMA and making sense of just like a lot of different things that you hear as an MMA fan in on like a broadcast or in a YouTube video. And you hear terms like fighter IQ or people talking about fighter mentality. And I just want to explore kind of how to become a fighter and what it means to really devote your life to something that's like it's much more than just a sport. And I'm really interested in just kind of digging deeper into that. And we'll get into that in this episode. So the sport of MMA kind of predicates itself on the competition between two fighters. But I think that before we start to break down the building blocks of MMA, we kind of have to discover what it means to be a participant. Arguably the greatest MMA athlete of all time, George St. Pierre, says that every competitor is a fighter and a martial artist, but most fighters are more fighter and few are true martial artists. Um, I was watching this interview where he says, I'm a martial artist first and a fighter second, maybe even third to me. What's more important than winning belts is the knowledge that I can get to defend myself and someone I love. A fighter only trains for competition, to win. He says, to be a martial artist is to strive for perfection, even without reaching it. To grow knowledge and expand your repertoire of techniques. It's amazing to think that even though age may limit your performance and competition, your knowledge of your art will continue to grow, and along the way you can pass it on to someone else. And... I, I think this was from an interview with Flow Grappling, a grappling association who hosts like Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitions. And I just think it was really cool of him to say because, yeah, you see a lot of fighters like go in and they'll trash talk people and they'll only fight their money fights. And yeah, they, they really only train for competition. And like what George St. Pierre says is like, You can tell that he, as a martial artist, really cares about his knowledge and his techniques and like this overall like striving for greatness and striving for growth. And I think that's really admirable. And a lot of people outside of martial arts can kind of use that as a takeaway and use that as kind of like a a different way to see um, fighters. And it kind of gives you a new perspective on the sport. Although I quit after two classes, the biggest takeaway I got from karate was that there's code of conduct and a load of respect that comes with training martial arts. When asked about his jiu-jitsu training, GSP says that it transcends the mat. When I get into the dojo, I bow to my instructor. There's a certain line of conduct. When I train with my training partner, if he's much smaller than me, I'm not going to try to overpower and hurt him, take advantage and bully him because I'm not going to learn anything. Those lines you will learn in jiu-jitsu, for me, are lines you apply to your life. We can start to understand that when you're training and devoting your blood, sweat, and tears into martial arts, you can start to become a better person by applying these things you learn in your everyday actions. To kind of wrap things up, I think that it's really easy as a fan of the sport, casual or not, to kind of look past the training and the mental solitude of these fighters in favor of like the blood and the violence that they give us inside the cage. Um, George St. Pierre is a man that we've seen like brutally bloodied and beat up and uh, win win or lose. And it's kind of helped me get a glimpse of what it's like 
on the journey of being a martial artist. And I think him and a lot of other um, retired fighters give a, a, a really good amount of like insight and um, kind of their perspective through training and stuff. And um, yeah, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.